0: welcome to pre-k spot talks i am melissa your host and the founder of pre-k spot the spot for early childhood educators to open up their teaching i am your guide down the open-ended child-led teaching path and together we will explore strategies and ideas so that you may open up your teaching to less stress more engagement and an overall joyful child-led classroom Hey there, teacher friends, and welcome back to Pre K Spot Talks. I'm Melissa May, your host, and we are in season five, episode one. In this episode, we are going to talk all about play as a mindset and a philosophy, it's a lifestyle, and how it really helps cultivate naturally a growth mindset. So let's get into it. I'd like to start by asking you a question When I say play, what pops into your mind? a game, kids on playground. Well, today we're going to get really deep into a playful journey that's going to really help define and maybe even redefine what play means to you. Spoiler alert, it is so much more than just fun and games, which we all know. Remember building castles out of sand or perhaps that first pretend tea party with your favorite teddy bear? That wasn't just doing play. That was living play. While doing play might be an afternoon at the park, living play is seeing the world with wonder-filled eyes every single day. Now imagine if we took that magic of living play and infused it into every day, every lesson, every interaction. That's where play transcends being a mere activity and blooms into a philosophy and a way of life. Research from the Lego Foundation has highlighted that children who play more have better social and emotional well-being. But the golden nugget, or the golden brick if you've ever watched the Lego show, play is a mindset that prepares children for life, creating eager learners, problem solvers, and empathetic souls. It overall, all around, creates good people and I live it every day. I've seen it done. There are schools out there. I have been in schools and taught in schools where kids don't just do math or study history. They live it. They play it. I've seen entire schools and entire programs transformed through play. Not through play, by play, because of play, by making play the philosophy And you know what happens every time in these settings in these schools? Not only do academic achievements soar, but so does happiness, creativity, curiosity, engagement, respect, community, and the list goes on. It's like taking a color palette and mixing colors. The traditional learning is one color, play is another. When you mix them, you get a hue that's vibrant, enchanting, and truly magical. I really also, I I want you to think of a bird. So when it's young, it's nurtured, protected, fed. But there comes a time when it has to spread its wings and start to fly. Play is like those initial fluttering attempts. It's where we test our boundaries, dream beyond the skies, and truly discover our potential. We're going to go through a couple of segments and in the next segments we'll dive even deeper uncovering how play and growth and mindset go hand in hand and why this fusion is the golden ticket to a holistic development in early childhood but before we get into those i want you to take a second and think let's shift our gaze from the narrow alleys of structured learning to the vast landscapes of play for when we truly embrace play Not just as something we do, but as a philosophy we live by, we unlock doors to worlds we never even knew existed. Are you ready to dive deeper into this whimsical world of play? Well, tighten those seatbelts because we're about to leap into the scientific wonderland where play and growth mindset come together. Alright, let's kick off with a term you've probably heard, growth mindset. It's a gem coined by the brilliant Dr. Carol Dweck who discovered something mind-blowing. Those with a growth mindset, the belief that abilities and intelligence can be developed through dedication and hard work, are the most resilient, more persistent, and dare I say, more successful. Reading her book, Growth Mindset, really opened up my mind. It really kind of changed the way I approach the world. I had already been developing a growth mindset, but I finally had a name for it. And I spent most of my early life, like my childhood, with a very fixed mindset. I had little moments of growth mindset here and there because who doesn't? But it was very much a fixed mindset. And it took a lot for me and as an adult to kind of start to come into that. And then once reading this book, I was able to dive even further. And really the catapult for a growth mindset for me was was becoming an early childhood educator and learning more about play. And then once I kind of put all those pieces together, the book, the play, all of my previous experiences and adulthood, everything just kind of clicked and fell into place and it was really wonderful. And I am now really a changed person because of it. And that's why I'm even doing this entire episode because it really meant so much to me. Now you might wonder... Melissa, what's this got to do with play? I just kind of told you. But trust me, it's like peanut butter and jelly, match made in heaven. When kids are engrossed in play, they're constantly experimenting, failing, trying again, and learning. Doesn't that sound a lot like the essence of the growth mindset? Imagine a child building a tower of blocks. It falls. They don't just give up, they adjust the base, maybe pick different blocks. Build again, higher, stronger. This isn't just play. It's the child embodying the growth mindset in the most organic way. Now, of course, we have to use some language to help build that and help them get past frustrations that might show up. But play provides all of those organic, natural opportunities to engage in this type of thinking. But don't just take my word for it. Here is some science. A study from the University of Minnesota found that children engaged in play showed significantly more signs of growth mindset compared to those in structured settings. They were more adaptable, more willing to take risks, and guess what? They embraced challenges head on. You know, I've made a lot of metaphors here, but it's kind of like nurturing a plant. The growth mindset is the sun, play is the water, and our children? They're the blooming flowers. Reaching for the sky fueled by the combined power of both. So, let me transport you into a friend's 5th grade classroom. Instead of conventional math problems, students were given scenarios with multiple solutions and tools like blocks and drawings to figure them out. A student who always struggled with math designed a whole park to solve a problem on area and perimeter. The next day, she declared that math is my playground. I swear to God, real story. This is what happens in a more play-based school. Even in fifth grade, kids get their hands on stuff. They don't have to be sitting down writing or doing worksheets constantly. They can play. And this is the transformation that we're talking about. By blending play with learning, this fifth grade teacher didn't just teach math. She cultivated mathematicians with a growth mindset. And so to wrap up this segment, think of play and growth mindset as two sides of a golden coin. Alone, they're powerful. Together, they're transformative. They're the duo that makes children not just learn, but thrive. So as we prepare to unravel even more magic in the next segment, I urge you to reflect. How can we create a space where play and growth mindset dance together, guiding our young stars to shine brighter than ever? And really, that's where a lot of the environment and all of that starts to come into place. I mentioned language before. I mentioned environment. A lot of the things that we talk about all the time, we talk about all the time because they are so integrated. You hear me use that word integrated a lot. Even just in the play philosophy, things are integrated like growth mindset. So we've danced in the realm of play and growth mindset. And now it's time to explore the magic of early childhood. Why, you ask? Because it's the golden age where the seeds of play and philosophy are sown. It is the foundation. It is the brain building that architecture that is needed for later learning. In these tender years, the world is a canvas of just infinite possibilities. I mean, us as early childhood educators, we know this, but sometimes we just need to continue to talk about it and keep the conversation open so that we remember it and stick with it and get gritty with it. Every nook and cranny holds a story. Every shadow a mystery. Every puddle a portal to another universe. And it's here amidst all of this wonder that the mindset of play flourishes. Notice the words we're using there? It just really wonder comes into it so much. We have to just wonder about the world. I wonder all the time what's going through those kids' heads. Now, more science. Research from the Early Childhood Education Journal found that children in play-based programs exhibited a higher degree of flexibility, self-control, and verbal skills. More so, they displayed a resilient growth mindset. Resilient is another really fantastic word. Sometimes it's become it has become a buzzword, but resilience is necessary for in play and in the growth mindset. So I have another story for you. We're going to wander down memory lane a bit here to a little story of Little Maya. In her early years, she was encouraged to explore, imagine, play, and one day she proclaimed she was an astronaut chef cooking for aliens. Now fast forward a few years. Maya, armed with this mindset, approached challenges in school with the same vigor, creativity, and resilience. She didn't just find solutions, she created adventures. And Maya's journey isn't just a cute little tale. It's not just a cute little anecdote. It's a testament to the lifelong impact of cultivating a play growth mindset early on. It's like building a house. The mindset of play and growth is the foundation, ensuring the structure is sturdy, resilient, and ready to weather any storm. And I have often referred to early childhood and a whole child as a house, early childhood being the foundation and then elementary being the framing and the next part of the house. And then when the children get older, they put on the roof and they add this, they put the stuff on the inside. So we are laying that foundation and play is really just the most developmentally appropriate and the best way to do it because it so naturally cultivates all of these things that children need to gain access to their later learning and that's the key here. We're talking about being able to gain access to that learning, creating learners, learners who want to learn, learners who love to learn, learners who know how to learn. That's the foundation that we are setting through play. And then we just hope that they can continue to play as they get older so that they can just continue to soar and cultivate all of those skills. But we all know that the beauty doesn't stop there with the foundation of the house. The play-driven growth mindset impacts not just cognitive skills, but also emotional intelligence. Children learn empathy, patience, and the invaluable skills of bouncing back. Every scraped knee in the playground, every castle that tumbles teaches resilience, adaptability, and the joy of trying again. Again, we support this through our language and making modeling and making sure that children know that Failures are just, it just means we have more to learn. So let's picture a rubber band here. It can stretch, adapt, and bounce back. That's what a playful growth mindset does. It stretches our thinking, adapts to challenges, and ensures that we bounce back ready to leap into our next adventure. Even if that first adventure was a total bummer. So I want to echo a sentiment. Childhood is fleeting, but its echoes resonate throughout life. As educators, parents, caregivers, we have the magical wand to shape these echoes. We are the brain architects. We have, we're building the map. We have the pencil to make the sketches. What could be more enchanting than filling these years with a melody of play and the rhythm of growth? So hold on to your hats, my friends, as we gear up for the final segment a crescendo of revelations and inspirations and together let's make every classroom a playground of endless possibilities. So we've talked a little about a little bit about what play looks like, ideas about growth mindset and what it looks like and just the magic of in, and importance of early childhood. Now let's see how we can sprinkle this enchantment throughout a lifetime. We talked about the house. When you think about a house, what comes to mind? Perhaps a strong foundation, uh, beautiful walls and a beautiful outside, a roof, rooms inside. Now the foundation of this house, Those those are nurtured in early childhood. But for the house to reach its full potential and be built into a loving home, it needs consistent care. It needs a team of people to build it. And that's where our journey continues, the lifelong benefits of play-driven growth mindset. It's not just about the start. Of course, that's what we focus on in early childhood, because that's where we're at, and that's our job. But we do have to know about the future. It's about the journey, and it's about ensuring that the spirit of play accompanies us every step of the way. In fact, according to research from the National Institute for Play, Yes, there's an institute dedicated to play. Adults who embrace play in their lives have lower stress levels, better problem-solving skills, and guess what? A zest for life that's absolutely infectious. One of my favorite things about my husband is that he is kind of a big kid. I know a lot of people say that about their husbands or their brothers or people in their family, but my husband truly is. He's always had this really like youthful, childlike way of approaching life and thinking about things. He always wants to watch movies from his childhood and just kind of have that nostalgia and that feeling. And one of my favorite things that he does is he coaches my son's baseball. And at the end of each practice, they run, he runs the bases with them. He makes them race him. And he does not let them win. But the parents absolutely love watching this. And they just love having him as a coach for... Th- not just this specific thing only, but like this is one thing that always stands out when they talk about why they want him as a coach. And it's just because his playful spirit really helps the kids connect and build relationships. He does everything that we do as teachers, as a coach, and it makes people just want to come back. And so when he's got to get tough or when kids are having a hard time, they have that trust and connection already built. And he does that through lots of different activities, but this one most specifically, and the kids just love trying to beat him. And it's just, it's so heartwarming to see. And it's clear as day that the magic of play isn't restricted by age. Whether you're five or you're 50, there's a playful spirit within just waiting to be unleashed, and you just have to let it. And this is where we as early childhood educators have to kind of find our inner child or our inner ability to play so that we can model for children and so that we can actually create play as our lifestyle and philosophy so that it just bleeds into the classroom because you know things that you live things that you do more than just doing are really the things that you feel the most passionate about and the things that people feel most connected to when it comes to you and so if we really embody play ourselves the kids will too but the story also doesn't have to end the classroom, right? As caregivers and parents, we can weave this playful tapestry at home too, right? We want it to be a part of everything. How we turn bedtime stories into dramatic enchantments or making cooking super fun experiments. There's just so much we can do. The hor- like, the, the possibilities are endless. And so to draw some words from Plato, you can discover more about a person in an hour of play than in a year of conversation, So why not make every hour resonate with the echoes of play? And whatever that looks like to you, that can be anything, right? You know, in our house, we like to play board games. We also like to play video games. We also really, really like to play um, like hide and seek and building games. So it can be anything. But as me as an adult, I love building this business. That's play for me. It's fun. I love recording this podcast. You know, my husband loves to create things and build things with his hands. So we all have lots of different ways that we like to play. And as we wind down this exploration today, I urge you to let's redefine play. Let it not be a mere activity, but a philosophy, a way of life. Let's ensure our young ones and hey, even ourselves, view challenges as puzzles, mistakes as lessons, and life as the grandest adventure of them all. Thank you so much for joining me on this mesmerizing journey today. I'll leave you with a thought. In a world that's constantly racing forward, perhaps it's time to pause, play, and revel in the beauty of the moment. And that's it for this episode. We'll see you in the next one. Until then, play on.